This is a Danger Entertainment podcast. DangerEntertainment.net. Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun. And remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the history of bad ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 299. One away, Jeff, from 300. One away. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And that's all we have right now. Uh, we may have more later. Jim, later. Jim yeah. is coming later. Yes. We are on the floor at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. 2019. And uh, we the doors have yet to open, so we thought we'd start here and uh, be ready to go. So... When the people start slowly trickling in, or coming in a big wave, one that's right, two, uh, we'll be ready to go. Uh, that is the uh, that would be in three minutes. You're going to hear an announcement. So next couple episodes, we're going to be uh, it's a little bit different. Uh, we'll have somewhat of the same format we usually do. So if this is your first time hearing the show, um, go back and listen to some of the other ones. We have a little bit different format, but uh, we're going to try to keep it the same as much. Of the same as we can. Yeah, format will pretty much be the same, but the location is different. Yes. So, um, but yeah, so the next three to four episodes will be here. Uh, we'll have a trivia one that we record that will be at the end of the year. And uh, who knows what else is going to be on. Uh, Jeff, just to let you know, we are on hin- Instagram. Instagram. And we're actually using it now. Yeah. Well, we signed up for it, at, I think, during the convention last year. Yes. Well, somebody did. I don't know well, who, but... Somebody, Somebody used did. our name, so we decided to take over the yes. uh, the the account. Yeah. So we're on the History of Bad Ideas on Instagram. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at the History of Bad Ideas. You can also find us at Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter. So give us likes and follow us, and uh, we'll be having lots of pictures here. So from it. So Jeff, you excited? Sure. I'm trying to give. I'm, I'm getting ready. The energy's low right now because nobody's here. Yeah. And then once the people start coming in, then it gets a little bit more exciting. So I uh, do want to say thanks to the Comic Expo. We got a really nice booth this year. Yes, a uh, little bit of room here. We do have a little bit bigger booth this year. Uh, it's really nice. Um, and then we have tons of prizes to give away. And I'm looking at a head of Thanos right now. 
the back of it at least. Yes. So yes, uh, Jason decided. I should say, Jason's wife decided that <laughs> he needs to get rid of his Thanos head from our mystery box from last year. We'll be doing mystery box later on Sunday. I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to see what what stuff we get this year. That's like the most thrilling part of your weekend, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, but yeah, so thanks for listening, uh, Jeff. Let's do some listener feedback. Okay. Do you, want, uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about first? No, not really. Okay, well, let's do it. Oh yeah. Blake's uh, not here, so I'm shocked. It's the bomb listener feedback brought to you by the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Uh, I'll do it. Uh, you want me to do it? I can read. Okay, go ahead. You pick ca- questions. Uh, let's see. Well, we always have to start off with, uh, Doug. Number one fan. So, uh. Can't give yourself a nickname? Yeah, but he tried. Seven. Eight pans. pans. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got from Doug? Well, Doug wants to. Says, oh, wait. Ooh. Ooh. Two o'clock. Two o'clock. VIPs are coming in. So swarm, 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 swarm. <laughs> swarm. So the, you should hear a little bit of stuff going on in the background uh, now that people are going to be starting to mill around. But Doug, Doug wants to know, X-Men Dark Phoenix ended its theatrical run as the lowest grossing X-Men film. Please rank all the X-Men films. Oh, so let me get this for you, Jeff. Jeff. I'll, uh, I'll find you all the X-Men films. Okay, so are we doing just X-Men or all the X-Men related, like, uh, you know, uh, the Wolverine? Well, let's and see here. Let's, see, let's go to Google. It's this new website. Oh. Uh, all X-Men films. It has X-Men, X2, X-Men 3. The Last Stand. X-Men colon... Oh, no, X-Men Origins, colon, Wolverine. X-Men, colon, First Class, The Wolverine. X-Men, colon, Days of Future Past. Deadpool's listed in there. Okay, should be. X-Men, colon, Apocalypse. Uh, Logan, Deadpool 2, and Dark Phoenix. And (laughs) this is something you're never going to see, New Mutants. (laughs) (laughs) Well, New Mutants has not been released yet, so that will not be on the list. So 6, 9, 12. 12 films. So, um, closer to your mic, Jay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Twelve films. Twelve films. So, what you got here, Jeff? Uh-oh. What is number one? Number one. I'm starting off with Deadpool. I agree with you on that one. First I agree with Deadpool. you. Uh, I've not seen Deadpool too, so I'm just going to trust your instinct on that one. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I think I would probably put Logan ahead of Deadpool two for number two. Okay. And then Deadpool two at three. Okay, I'll go with that. Uh, I did like Logan a lot. Um. Is that, yeah, what's the Wolverine? Uh, the oh. one in Japan. Okay, I did like that one. Okay, so we're going uh, Deadpool, uh, Logan, Deadpool, Deadpool 2. 2. I'm going to go first class after that. I think that's where I was also, yeah. I, I would go with Deadpool 2, or I mean X-Men 2 first class. So that's no. four. And then I would probably go X2. I really like X2. I like X2. I don't know. I'm just trying to think what else I might put ahead of it. So. Apocalypse, uh, Dark Phoenix, Days no. of Future Past, Origins Wolverine. How about no, that no, one? No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that'll be towards the bottom. Okay, so do you like X-Men or X-Men 2? Because uh, those are about your options right uh, now. We'll go uh, X- X-Men 2 ahead okay. of X-Men. Um, and then you go on X-Men? Well, no. I, I really like the Wolverine, except oh, for the yeah. end. Yeah, that's true. With the Silver Samurai was And awful. I liked Days of Future Past. 
I'm going Wolverine. The Wolverine. Okay. So that's five. We'll put the Wolverine (laughs) at five. So now we're probably between X-Men, the original movie, Uh and... uh, Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. I think they're both awful. Uh, I'm going to go with (laughs) X-Men, the original one. Just because it was first? Yeah. And it was okay. (laughs) I like Days of Future Past mainly because I think they did a real good job on the, the special effects, and the use of people's powers looked cool. Okay. And uh, then I did like the, you know, going back to the, the 70s and whatnot. My issue with, uh, I th- I picked X-Men. The only issue with that is that Sabretooth looked like Beastman from, <laughs> Wolf, uh, from He-Man more than Beastman did in the <laughs> He-Man movie. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're doing Days of Future Past after X-Men. Okay. Um, so then you got X-Men Last Stand, uh, Origins Wolverine, Apocalypse, and Dark Phoenix. Oh, God. Dark Phoenix is better than the other three. Really? Yeah. I've not seen that, but I, I'll i go with you on that. Uh, it, it wasn't bad, mm-hmm. relatively speaking, uh, or the other three, I would say, are in the bad. Bad to horrible. It just came out on DVD or Blu-ray this week. Okay. So, I, I don't know. You don't have to go buy it or anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there you got X-Men Last Stand. You got... Uh, Apocalypse. And what did I say? X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, I'm going Wolverine. I'm going The Last Stand is better than the other two. Oh, I'll, it's not a good movie, but... I'll give you that because Iceman finally turns into Iceman. I oh, like that scene. Yeah, there were a couple good scenes. Kelsey Grammer was good as Beast. Okay, you know what? You talked me into... Okay. And then we're doing Wolverine... X-Men Origins, Wolverine, or Apocalypse. I'm going Wolverine. I'm going Wolverine over Apocalypse. I think Apocalypse is the worst. That might be one of the worst films I've seen in about the last 10 years. I, I can't remember a redeeming quality on it. Uh, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, at least Gary Sinise did a fairly good uh, uh, Sabretooth in that. Gary Sinise? Can't, what, or, no. No, who was it? The <laughs> It wasn't Gary Sinise. It was yeah, it's uh, not. Leif Schreiber. That's it. I, why do I always get those two guys confused? They're really nothing alike. They have. They don't look anything alike. No, it was Leif Schreiber, <laughs> and I don't know why I'm like, as soon as I'm saying it, I'm like, that's not sounding right. That does not sound right at all. Um, okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that as the... Uh, uh, Apocalypse is just horribly bad. They, even his uh, Horsemen of the Apocalypse didn't even... They had no talking in it. Nope. They had no, no role at nope. all Nothing. in it. And it was awful. So, uh, let's see here. What, what's your next question here? What do we got? Oh, uh, moving on. Oh, I hope that answered Doug's question. Oh, oh what? speaking whoa. of answering Doug's question... Trivia here? There is trivia. What can I win? Uh, you can win lots of great prizes back here. We're not ready for trivia yet, but we will be. It says trivia. It says you're ready. During open hours. <laughs> We're open. 3.30. Yes, this, this, this is how you treat the VIPs? This is how we treat the VIPs. <laughs> can I come bearing gifts for you guys? Oh. Since, I don't know, so give me two of the... Two of the yeah. Here, sit down, Doug. Sit oh. Do I have to sign a release? No, you're okay. Okay. So here, I, I got you guys bags with my free swag money. Oh. Wow. So we can carry things. Oh, it's Stan Lee. Uh, I think these are from last year. Yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> or two years ago. Thank you. And then, and then, you know, I know you guys are men of your word. Uh-huh. I'm a little worried here. 
Is there a bag in there? The bags they give us. That is huge. I know. That's a really nice bag, though. I was, I was somewhere. I believe it was at a family get together. Uh huh. And and I was talking to somebody who was going to be at the expo, mm-hmm. and he said he would wear a banshee on his shoulder all expo if he had one. Yes, but it is a prize. So unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> I brought one. <laughs> So, so who who is this person who is wearing a banshee on his shoulder? Uh, now? It was my, it was my brother. Oh, I brought pens. I already had the pens. So you got. Oh, pens. thank you. Thanks but but. Hold on. Ah, you have to take the magnet off. There's what a magnet? Mag- there's a magnet on, on the bottom. You put that on your shoulder, underneath your shirt. What? Can I just put it like this? No. It'll fall off. Oh. Okay. Put it on my shoulder here. Yeah. Okay. And then you, you put that there. The hell is this thing? It's a banshee from Avatar. Sold at Pandora, the world of Avatar. Oh, so you can get this at Avatar Land. Yes. See, look, uh, is it moving? Yes. Yes, it, it is. is. Wow, yes. look at that. Yes. And you told me you'd wear it at the expo. I'm wearing it. After the expo, it goes to your kids. Oh, geez. He doesn't know how to wear it, it just fell off his shoulder. <laughs> I will get it worn. We'll get it worn here. We'll get it worn when we go on break here. But uh-huh. I will wear it. Uh-huh. I will wear it. Yeah. Uh, my son, uh, we got a pri- uh, bri- prize box from Fish, who has connections at Avatar Land. And uh, my son saw the, the banshee that you wear on your shoulder. Uh-huh. And he's like, I want that. And I was like, unfortunately, that's a prize at our panel this year. But See, look for- at that, Jeff. Fortunately, fortunately, his fantastic uncle came through. He did. He did. And, and, and got him one. Uh, good news is... You are not to give that away. I'm not giving this one away. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm not giving uh, this he's going to lose it because it keeps falling <laughs> off his shoulder, but... <laughs> We're going to change it to the other one. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. That's what it is. Sure. Mm. Can sure. I just leave it on here? Because then it'd fall off. That'd just be like putting it on your shoulder. So to you, begin you, with. you don't. You're not activating the magnet somehow. <laughs> Only me can screw up a magnet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like physics has a way that magnets work, and Jason doesn't know how. Hey, that's it. No, that's not it. There we go. No, no, <laughs> that's terrible. That's nowhere close to being where it's supposed to be. Okay, at our break, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix it. Doug, you come back to our booth, and we will have it ready to go. I promise. I promise. Okay. Don't lose any of those pieces. I'm not. Now, now, when they first came out, they were like, I want to say $49. I thought they were more. They have since gone up anywhere to, I think they they ran out, they came back, and they were Mm $59.95. I believe they've gone up even more than that. And you know what? And that one was $10. And we're giving one you're away. Lucky, you're lucky you don't have an army of them for your kids. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're giving one away as a prize tomorrow at the panel that we are hosting at noon. I think they're pretty neat. You know what? I mean, it's... it's People haven't mentioned that they like the idea of them. It, it's different. It I mean, is it's different. It's not the same old theme park crap stuff. So, Correct. So if we can figure out how to actually get it to sit on your shoulder, you want to wear it during the panel? Sure. All right. Yeah, I'll wear it during the panel. What do I care? I'm not yeah, embarrassed. I'm going to bring duct tape tomorrow. <laughs> oh, we've got duct tape. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I also brought you a, a, a 90s 
oh. trivia. Oh, thank deck. you. Thank you. We need that one. We got the 80s in that. So, Doug, uh, we'll be playing EA Sports 95, NHL 95. You can compete against Jim in it mm-hmm. uh, later on. So we do have everything set up for that. Uh, so we, we think that might be a, a fun little thing to do here. We're actually just doing listener feedback. Really? Yes. We just read one of your questions. About the X-Men. We ranked them. How old was that question? Probably about two to three months. Okay. okay. But we got questions. When, whenever uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix ended its theatrical run. Okay. <laughs> I think there's another X-Men question for next week's episode. Because recently you guys have been answering my questions and I don't even remember asking. It's well, like, how long ago was that? Well, the issue is that we had to hold some of them for the Expo. Mm-hmm. We wanted to have some good questions for the Expo. Are you giving away Avenger Endgame Happy Meal toys? I think we are. Wow. Would you like to win one? No. Okay, I'm just asking. <laughs> no. is, you, that, is that another Banshee back there? What, what we do that? have one Banshee back there. Is that a screeching one? I, I think so. Yes, wow. So uh, Is that a Lunger Blaze? It is a Lunger Blaze. Wow. We got a Grumble to give away. Wow. Um, I cannot say for sure, but under one of these three boxes here uh, that you can play, uh, there is an Aquaman Imagine X toy. Wow. It is with a seahorse. This is, this is high quality stuff. It is high quality stuff. Um, and you know what? We don't have anybody next to us right now. So if if nobody comes here, we're taking over the booth tomorrow, too. We're I taking would, two I, booths. I would do that, yes. Yeah, we're going to move it out. Yes. We're going to move it out. So uh, Also, would you like a dragon, Doug? Because we have dragons behind us. Oh, wow. wow. So, yes. The booth across the way has some cool-ass dragons. That would be David Lee Pancake. You can follow him on Instagram. So uh, he's got some cool stuff over there. Uh, we, we took some pictures, send it out there. So that's David Lee Pancake Art. Just to let you guys know. Well, Doug just went to go see everything uh, that's at the expo. So he left. And that's how it's going to be a little bit. People popping in. Jeff, why don't you do the next one? Oh, boy. And you don't have to go through all of them because we have a lot of questions. So you can skip people because we got like five pages of questions. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go uh, Michael Liao. Okay. Uh, he wants to know, when was the last time you vomited and why? That's a good question. I don't remember last time I did. Oh, wow. It's probably maybe a year ago. I'm trying to think if I have physically vomited since furry rabies. That's a pretty good record if it hasn't. Cause it's been about yeah. three years. Uh, f- yeah, four years now, I think. Four years. Yeah, because uh, me, it was because I just, I think I just got something bad, and it hit all of us, mm-hmm. and in my household, and whew, it was not good. Yeah, I'm trying to think, I, I haven't had any serious illness since the fairy rabies, rabies for, for vomiting. I don't think I had any uh, drunkenness, any... No, no, I haven't done that uh, since I'm too I old 40. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too old for that now. Um, I don't know if we're too old, but our bodies are. <laughs> That well, might be it. I'm just too old to to do the binge drinking that I might have done when I was younger. Now we drink nice beer. Yes. From Municipal Brewery. And and we don't pound it. We drink a few when we are out. I will say Maybe that. Maybe one or two more than a few, but we don't overdo it. I will say that I kind of miss having a beer in front of me right now while we podcast. Is there a rule against it? No. Because I think there's beer over there, but I think you got to keep it over there. Okay, we couldn't. Yeah, get it well, to we our... can move back. <laughs> Just open up the <laughs> well, table. We can go to the green room. <laughs> what else we got? 
Uh, let's see. From the Superiority Complex. Mm-hmm. If you can go on The Price is Right and choose your game, mm-hmm. what would it be? I like uh, Plinko. I like the Plinko. Well, Plinko is great because it gives you a good cash prize. Correct. Or at least a potential for a good cash prize. I I agree with that. Um, but the game itself is not I'm not a big f- fan of, you know, just watching the... I feel like Cliffhangers is pretty easy. Cliffhanger, I love that one. That's what I was thinking. You know, just watching, just the yodeling music as the guy goes up and... And it's always fun watching him go to the edge and fall, even though the object of the game is to not make him fall. Well, what's the one that you, uh, is it Pathfinder, when you start in the middle and you go right or left through the numbers? for the? That's usually a car. So you get to pick, like you're on eight, and you can, all around you is one, six, five, four, and oh. you get to decide, you step on the one that's the first the, number. Oh, the next number. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. That one I don't really remember. Uh, they do that a lot now with Drew Carey. Okay. I did like the one, and I don't know if they do it anymore, where you roll the, the dice. Oh, yeah. You know, you roll it, and then if you roll it exactly for the whatever digit mm-hmm. on the number of the car. So all digits are between one and six. I, I, feel, I feel like that. I, I'm trying to think. The Plinko one is probably the easiest one to win money at. Well, yeah, because that is money. There's a zero on there, but there's you get like three to five chances. It, depending on how good you are at naming, guessing prices. Guessing prizes, yeah. Um, I, I do. Do you, I, I like the Pathfinder? I think you could do that. No, I would. I would say Plinko because it wins cash. I would say, you know, uh, I like the the rolling of the dice, and and that's always for a car. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're winning a car, and. Honestly, if you roll like ones and sixes, you can't lose. What about a punch a bunch when you put your fist through the number? I mean, it's money, but chances are of getting good prize money, mm-hmm. you're not going to. No, well. not on that one. So um, my pick is Plinko or Cliffhanger. And Cliffhanger is just the best game. It's just not necessarily associated with the best prize. The Pathfinder would be my third, where you step. And then, of course, there was always the... Uh, I can't remember what the, the shower one. I don't remember that they one. They played it once. Yeah. And uh, realized it was probably inappropriate. Uh, it was like you, you would walk into the uh, shower and pull the handle. And if you won money, it would otherwise like confetti would fall on you or something. I've but never seen that one. They played it once and there was like, I, it was released on Facebook that people are like, oh, does anybody remember this game? You because know what? Well, they, they, they thought uh, it, it, it was probably in bad taste, uh, you know, uh, for the, uh, uh, crap, what do you call it, uh, the, the World War II uh, concentration camp <laughs> that <was> stuff. <laughs> it's like, you don't want to put someone in a shower. No, and, uh, no. Like, they, they said that <laughs> it, 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 it was, yeah, a little disrespectful of that. Uh, you know which one I would want to do? The big wheel, because that means I won the first prize. There you go. Or at least got you through. Won- yeah. Got no, through. no, the Showcase Showdown. That's I'll the game I want to play. I'll do that one. Because <laughs> that means you won something already. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, from Ziggy. Ooh. Okay. I like the we'll first do, one. Yeah, we, Z- Ziggy's got a series of questions here, and we'll probably do one of these each uh, uh, episode we record down here. Okay. 
who would be your on your Mount Rushmore of superheroes? So you got four. You got four. Got four. Spider-Man. So now we're picking and our favorites. Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, is it our favorites, or is it who we think best represents? I think, be- I think best deserves it. Okay. I would have to say Superman, unfortunately. Yeah, that, that's what I was wondering. Do I put Superman on even I don't though? think his favorite's just who we... And we could probably do this. Yeah, I would say Superman. Yeah, you have to put Superman. I mean, he's pretty much... Spider-Man? The, yeah, I would give Spider-Man. I he's, would think, he's hit the pop culture. Yeah. He's the <laughs> most famous Marvel uh, Batman. Batman. So that's three. And then you could make an argument for Rick Grimes. No, and the can't. reason is... Just because he's been in every other... Well, no, the reason is that he did do a lot for independent comic books. Like he oh. bursted out with The Walking Dead. You could make an argument. Oh. I'm not saying he's on it. I'm just saying you could yeah. make an argument. He could be the, like the crazy horse statue that they're building down the street from the Rushmore. Oh, okay. 40 no. years later. I won't make an argument for Rick Grimes. Okay, who else no. you got? You got three. Um, I was just wondering, you know, you got... You got your Wolverine, which has pretty much been the yeah. second half of the 20th century. You got Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's good. Um, but she's always popular, but I don't think she's busted through until recently. No. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, she, she was always with Superman and Batman. Mm-hmm. Aquaman. Uh, oh, I would put Aquaman on. Well, yes, Fine, you would. We're, uh, um, so you got Spider-Man, Batman, Superman... Um, you got Hulk. He's very popular. Captain America. Yeah, Captain uh, did start off in the the forties, late thirties, early forties. I could. And I would have no issue if you did Captain America. I think people would do Wolverine because he's popular. Even though I'm not a huge fan of him, I I think I was trying to think of somebody from the X Men, and I think you're going to have to do well, Wolverine. Wolverine is the one that I mean, they well, knew it when they made the movies. I mean Wolverine. They, they made him the star of the movies, even though he's... Those movies would not have been made without that character. So I'm okay with that. Um, and then is there any independent comic book that you think stood out? out? I think that's George R. R. Martin. No, that that's, just by. that's not George R. R. Oh, Martin. sorry, sorry. Don't tell him that. He looked like George R. Shouldn't you be read it, writing a book? <laughs> Shouldn't you be writing? Uh, so, Okay. So, uh, independent-wise, I don't think there is. You could do Hellboy, eh. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's, like some said, I think the biggest yeah. one has been Rick Grimes. Well, with Walking Dead. And I wouldn't yeah. put him on there. I'm just saying, you could, I think, I think, uh, I think you're kind of limited on that. So, okay. So, I'm going, we're going Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, Wolverine. With we, we, maybe we, a Captain America in there. That's, it's Wolverine, Captain America, or Wonder Woman. Like, okay. Those we'll, are your three. I'll give you that so, one. So, well, are, are we definitely going Wolverine? I'm picking Captain America just because I don't like Wolverine, but <laughs> I'm picking Captain America. I think I, I, I think Captain America would that's, would go better uh, for a mm-hmm. superhero, uh, especially Patriot. Yeah, the yeah. Mount Rushmore. Okay, so we're doing that. I like that choice. I like that choice. So, what order you put them on? Like, who's Washington? Who's Jefferson? Who's Superman? Uh, Captain America, Batman, Spider-Man. Okay. That's the order I think I would go with. I think so. That's not an order of importance. That's just a... No, I know. Uh, uh, which, how you think it would look. Yeah, I think I would probably do that. You got the All-American, All-American, 
darker, and then like the young one. I'm going with that. Because he's the young one. Uh, let's see here. Whoa, something happened. Uh, let's see here. Uh, go to Breaker 6696, because we had this conversation last week. If you did not listen, go to episode 298 for us. Oh, yes. He uh, is uh, giving his uh, top five that we discussed last week of mm-hmm. if you could only watch one or five sitcoms for the rest of your life, okay. what would they be? His choices were five, Everybody Loves Raymond. Four, Cheers. Good. Three, South Park. Mm-hmm. Two, Seinfeld. Good call. And one, Entourage. It's a pretty big Entourage fan. <laughs> it is, especially putting it at number one. Yeah, that is a big one. Um, wow. I I don't see many diehard Entourage fans. No, you don't. I'm trying to think. I mean, I enjoy an Entourage. I don't know if it's got the rewatchability that others do, but uh, if Breaker really wants it, Breaker gets Entourage. Good job, Breaker. Breaker, Breaker. What else we got? Uh, from Izzy Fisher Condrick. Oh. Orlando Jones. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Just because of evolution. And just because he's a good, uh, funny actor. I do like uh, I do like Orlando Jones, and he's named after a city. You can't go wrong with that. Oh, is that what he's named? I thought he's named after the Shakespeare character. Orlando. Yeah. Or Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Jones was oh, a Shakespeare Jones. character. Oh, Jones. <laughs> you do. I don't have any Shakespeare there for me. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's do Nerdy Bitches. They're halfway down on the page. Oh, okay. I love the Nerdy Bitches. They're awesome. Listen okay. to uh, The Nerdy Bitches want to know, why is a pimp's love better than that of a square? Because the hand of love is always stronger than a sharp edge of a square. I don't think I get the question. I think I answered it correctly. <laughs> okay. I think I answered it. This might I be one we have to ask when Jim's here. We'll go back to it. We'll go back to it. Good job, Jim. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Let's do Meow God. Because, um, Meow God. Okay, he's got a three-part question. Should we divide them up? Yes, each week. Each week. Yes. Let's do the first one. All right. Well, the first uh, question from Meow God. Mm-hmm. Who's the prettiest of them all? Me. Not even close. Who's the prettiest of them all? Jody Benson. She's here at the expo. Uh, who <laughs> is the prettiest of them all? Is, is he talking podcast-wise? Uh, of them all. So me, you, Blake, Jim, Doug, the Dit Man, the Gimp. No, of them all. Oh, I'm, in the I'm, world. That's what I assume. Oh, in the world. Chris Pratt. He's got ass. Oh, Chris Pratt. I Chris was, Hemsworth? No, I, I, I was thinking uh, Rosario Dawson. Ooh, that is a good one. That is a good one. Uh, Sandra Bullock, back in the day? Back in the... Well, if we're going back in the day, then it's Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh. Uh, let's see here. Uh, she was the third least... Uh, third most attractive person in the Fabulous Baker Boys. No, no she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was. How she was. dare you insinuate <laughs> Bo Bridges is more attractive? <laughs> is he? I no. think he is. No, he is not. He is more attractive. No. <laughs> Jeff uh, Bridges, maybe not Bo Bridges. Oh, no, Bo Bridges is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Okay, what else we got? Uh, Besotted Geek. Yes. Uh, he wants to know, who at the expo would you most want to have on the show? Who would we most want to have on the show? Well, I know personally who my choice would be. Who would that be? 
Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton's a good one. Um, Alan Tudyk is he, he, he would be a very good one. To, to be honest, with. Jody Benson from The Voice of Ariel would be a good one. Just, just because she's doing the voice? That. <laughs> she could sing. Uh, but I think she would be fun just to have, like, as a Disney perspective. As a D23 member now, I have to bring oh, that out. You have to make a big Disney Plus November it. 12th. Excited. I'm excited. After reading the movies and TV shows from last week that are coming, I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for it. Well, or or we can have a round table mm-hmm. of everybody at the expo who was on Firefly. I like that. So, I like that. So that way I can hedge my bets and get all four of them on. Ben McKenzie and uh, Marina... McCarran? Yep. They tweeted out today that they're on their way. So they're not here yet? I think that was this morning. Oh, okay. I'm sure they were here. I'm sure they were oh. somewhere. So well, Were they uh, three-day guests or were they just uh, Saturday? I think three-day. Okay. I think they were three days. I think they were. Well, how we should get out and walk around. We should, uh, <laughs> also, if you guys do come down here, even next year, come on Fridays because there's a lot less lines for the autographs. Yeah, if you're available Fridays. Uh, Fridays are great. There's yeah. still people here, a lot of people, but the autograph lines are down. I mean, Well, obviously, Saturday's the most uh, Correct. Uh, busiest day, most popular day. So Sundays and Fridays, it'll be less. But then also, some people can only be here Saturday and Sunday. Some people can only be here Friday and Saturday. So that's why Saturday is the big day because everybody... Everybody. You, you don't have anybody say, oh, I can only be there on Friday and Sunday. Correct. Um, so, yeah, just a little, little to bit because as of 2.30, nobody's in line for Jody Benson right now. Oh, you can see from here? Uh, Doug, the number one fan, Doug, tweeted me that. Oh, okay. Or texted me that. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, let's do uh, Let's do Bob at the very bottom. From Bob. I like from, that first question. From Bob. If River Phoenix never died... Would Walking Phoenix be Walking Phoenix? We are who we are. But I think would Walking Phoenix would he still be going on as Leaf Phoenix? Because that's what he was known as in, as a child actor. Was he? Yeah. Leaf Phoenix. Uh, um, I think like uh, he was in uh, what Parenthood and uh, not the TV show, not see the movie Parenthood and uh, Space Camp. I think he was in those as Leaf Phoenix. Space Camp might be one of the worst films I've ever seen. I've never seen it. We watched that in uh, elementary school. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, I think he, I don't know if he would still be as cre- as weird as he is now, Joaquin Phoenix. I think he would. I think if you're weird, you're weird. And that's okay. Yeah. You be you. No well, issues. If John Belushi didn't die, would Jim Belushi be Jim Belushi? That's the one that death messed up on. <laughs> oh. Death took a holiday on that one. Oh, man. Jim doesn't deserve to die. He wasn't the Did one. Did you watch was... According to Jim? Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> but at least you got to watch Courtney Thorne Smith. Death messed up. Oh. That's also the title of our show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, let's wrap it up with Professor Number One. Oh, do we have to go to Professor Number we One? We do. Oh, let me turn the page here. Turn the page. Uh, professor Number One at Doctor Number One. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, "Why is Blake tied up at my house? Shouldn't he be at the expo?" No, he's fine. You take him. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't come back in four weeks when we go to a live episode, then we'll call the cops. But he's fine. You you worry about him. You take him. You, 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 can, you can enjoy him. Uh, Enjoys you know. our strong word. 
tolerate him. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I I have a feeling that uh, Dr. Number One has ways of enjoying uh, people tied up in his house. I'm a little upset. I thought Dr. Number One would be down here. He follows us to our studio every week. Maybe maybe he... Cosplays? Oh, he did want to know what the cosplay is earlier, Mm. so we've got to be careful that he's not a cosplayer trying to get closer. You know, on a side note, I'm not kidding, and I'm not just saying it's because... We're not sponsored by them or anything, but David Lee Pancake's dragons across from us are really cool, and they're very hypnotic. <laughs> they're, they're actually very cool. The, the artwork is stunning. It, it is immaculate. Uh, like I said, we're, we don't get anything for it, but really, check out David Lee Pancake, uh, his art. It is beautiful. I mean, so. if there's something we had to look at across the way the entire uh, time uh, expo here, uh, this would be one of the things I would be glad to look at. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, we got some news of the geek, I think. Oh, we're going right into news of the geek? Nope. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. News of the geek, because I got some good ones for you. Okay. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Thank you, Jeff. During a quarterly shareholder call in August, Disney... During a what? Quarterly shareholder call (laughs) in August. I have a speech impediment. (laughs) Disney revealed that it posted a $175 million operating loss during its fiscal third quarter due to the Fox accusations? (laughs) Acquisition? Oh, there's a difference between accusing and acquiring. Uh, And it's going to change how the studio handles the franchises it purchased during that merger. Did they not think of this beforehand? I mean, come on. Disney will reportedly focus on established properties, shocking, like Avatar and Planet of the Apes, which is the first time Disney boss Bob Iger has promised that the Apes franchise will live on after the previous trilogy wrapped up with War for the Planet of the Apes, which I have yet to see. I want to see it. I have yet to see any of the new trilogy. First one is good. Second one is eh. Third one is, I'm, I'm hoping, is good. Third one I've heard was the best, or I've heard really? great things about. Okay. Uh, we've had a couple of listeners uh, prior when I was talking about Planet of the Apes on other shows. They've, they agreed with me that the first one's really good. Second one is eh. And then I've never heard anything about third one yet. Uh, Disney will focus on... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, also, uh, let's see. Besides that, uh, according to Iger, Disney will now take Fox in a new direction with all new developmental, uh, development state, slate that will focus on a select group of properties. Uh, before they bought Fox, uh, they, Fox promised that additional Alien and Maze Runner movie. Oh, God. We're on the way. But whether that's still the case remains to be seen. Uh, I'll answer the question about the Maze Runner. No. 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 In other news, it was confirmed during the call that Disney Plus will reboot Home Alone. Cheaper by the dozen. Oh, God. Oh, no. Okay, well, I'm canceling, uh, I'm canceling Disney Plus now. Uh, Night at the Museum. Oh, God. And Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Why am I someone like that for the streaming service? So, uh, Doug, you're the Disney guy. Yes. Uh, why are they rebooting Cheaper by the Dozen? Why are they rebooting Cheaper by the Dozen? Help me. Why not? <sighs> because you have, you have a lot of uh, airtime you have to fill. And Home Alone? Come on. You don't have airtime to fill. This is a streaming service. <clears throat> well, they, they were going to uh, reboot The Princess Bride, but switch genders, but they decided against that. Thank they, God. They, would that be The Prince Groom? Yes. The Prince Groom, yes. Well, I think there would be so much of a backlash for the bride, Princess Bride. There already has been. Yes. I mean, and that's why. Yeah. 
You don't need to make that. Of course, my wife's comment when she saw that said, oh, maybe they'll make it good this time. Oh, oh. your wife is the one person. Yes, okay. that doesn't like that show. But, but somebody did put out an article saying the only way you could reboot it would be to switch genders. I'm fine with that. I think you probably could. Why? I don't know. Why do it then? <laughs> I don't think they should do it at all. You know, honestly, I I know I sit and bitch about, oh, God, they're redoing this. But the simple fact of the matter is, redo whatever the F you want to do. If it's bad, it'll fail. The public, it could be good, and it'll probably still fail. Uh, you know what? They at least, you know what? The public will tell you if it's good or not. Of course. So, I mean, if you want to take a chance... Take a chance on... Go ahead. Take a chance. Okay, but but just, just to put this out, breaking news here. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this live... There's no line for Jody Benson. We already discussed that. We There's already had no breaking line. news. Okay. Did you ask her about Get trivia? There now. I didn't. No, I didn't go talk. Get there now. Line up now. Here's your chance. We did say if you're going to do autographs, Friday is the best day. Yes. yes. Friday is the best day. Um, so your wife is getting a picture taken with Jody. Yeah, I think it's like a picture autograph combination. Oh. Is your daughter going to stand in with it? I would hope so. I don't know if that's extra or not. I think you can get up to two or three. Okay, yeah. I think because I don't have to be in there. When I did Kia Aura, when I did Manu Bennett, uh-huh. buddy, we're friends. Manu but Bennett. That, that was a photo op. That was. This is just like the selfie at the table. Oh, at the table. Yeah. Oh. Which I know Benedict Wong had like 12 people in with him. He didn't care. No, I don't think they he care was, that much. Uh, yeah. Um, it depends on the person, I think. Yeah. I think I think most of the time they do two. My daughter's nine, so I you know I would hope they would I, charge extra. Of all the people, I don't think Jody Benson's going to be the one kicking her so. out. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> yeah. Could she sing? She will record something for you. Really? That include, that's fifty dollars. You know what? That might be worth it for Hobie. <laughs> Can we get her to sing the Hobie theme song? Oh, I bet you if we wrote it out, maybe not all of it, but at least a fr- uh, line, a couple lines. She'd probably want to duet with Jason, and that would just... And I don't share the stage horrible. that well with yeah, singing. that would be horrible. Would, uh, rumor has it during her uh, panel, Jody Benson, who's the voice of Ariel, she does break out into song a lot. That's the rumor. That. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. So she has a voice of an angel. Mm-hmm. Voice oh, of an angel. Voice of a mermaid, isn't it? <laughs> voice of a mermaid, I get it. Well, she didn't play an angel. No, she didn't. She, you know she was Ariel in all the direct-to-DVD uh, releases, too. Mm-hmm. So... Will she be the new Ariel? No. No. Okay. But she's fine with the new Ariel. She's so great. It's Halle Bailey's the new Ariel. We've discussed this. Is it Halle Berry? Bailey. Bailey. Oh! Halle Bailey. <laughs> I would think Monsters Ball would take her out of the running for a <laughs> Disney film. <laughs> Just saying. Or Swordfish. Swordfish. Swordfish <laughs> would take her out, too. And you call yourself a D23 member. I don't know. After they're rebooting uh, Cheaper by the Dozen, which is a horrible show. Ugh. Okay, speaking of horrible shows, yeah. not to get your sh- not get your show off topic here, mm-hmm. but too late. Be- before I was coming, I came in here. I was at home and flipping channels, and there wasn't anything on. It's like, oh, the Pink Panther. Which one? Well, that was the thing. <laughs> it's the Steve Martin one. Humbugger! Ah! I yeah. saw that part. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I saw the last maybe half hour of it. You know why? That- oh well, that's my feeling is. Steve Martin should never redo a movie and should never make a sequel to a movie that he redone, which includes Pink Panther and Pink Panther 2 and Cheaper by the Dozen and Cheaper by oh, the right. Dozen they made, 2 they made and Father one. of the Bride and Father of the Bride 2. Yeah, Let's talk about that later on in the top five, baby. Father of the Bride. 
I hope to God you're just kidding. I love Father's Bride. It's a terrible movie. Awesome. Awesome. Who was film. the wedding planner in that? Martin Short. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I, there, there were two women cosplayed as the, the girls from The Shining. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> there was somebody dressed up as Beetlejuice. Oh. I thought it was Blake, and I tried to rip off his mask. It was makeup. It wasn't a mask, and it, and it wasn't Blake. So, <laughs> is that person okay? Yes. Yes. Did they take them out on a stretcher? No. No. Okay. So that's positive. I'm I'm on the lookout for Blake. I'm I'm just saying though, you're trying to rip the make off off a guy's ha- uh, face with your ape hands. That could have really hurt him. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why do you have? Why is your nickname ape hands? I have no idea. Uh, I don't know either. I have that's no weird. idea. That's odd. Never see that before. I wouldn't have given myself no, that nickname. No, no, no. I wouldn't either. But I wouldn't either. Can't Not give at all. A can't give yourself a nickname. You know, beside a geek didn't like that show, Sports Night. He's an idiot. He is an idiot because that is a wonderful show. It's only 43 episodes. He's, he's the only one that uh, had his floppy taken away. So That's true. That, that is true. Him? That is true. <laughs> he did lose the Canadian of the year. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's see. Uh, earlier this summer, it was announced, speaking of crappy films, it was announced that new G.I. Joe film was in development with the focus on Snake Eyes. While the movie is slated to release in October 2020, it now appears that Paramount and Hasbro are working on a second spinoff movie based on G.I. Joe. Doug, don't be a stranger. No, I'll be back. Okay, we'll be here. I'll be back. According to The Hollywood Reporter, uh, the script for the uh, G.I. Joe movie is an ensemble epic, or ensemble piece with one of the characters rumored to be Chuckles. An undercover uh-huh. specialist who excels in criminal investigations and intelligence. Chuckles first appeared as an action figure in 1987 in the Marvel comic series the same year in issue 60. He did not appear in the previous two G.I. Joe movies. He was lucky. He got, he, he, he got out of that one. Uh, Josh Applebaum and Andre Nemec, who wrote the recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, eh, uh, as well as Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, uh, are reportedly pending the script. Oh, wait, wait, the, the most recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those aren't as bad. Th- those weren't as bad. Those, no. are the, those are the best. I saw the first one, and you said you saw that first one, right? Yeah. That wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't. I, I, I haven't seen the second one yet. but the It wasn't bad. first one wasn't as bad as I expected, and it was better than the 90s trilogy nope. or however many. They Those made. don't age well. As a kid, I liked them. They don't age well. No. The duo is also working Attention. on a Rainbow Six movie Attention. based... Oh, oh. The show floor will open in five, five minutes. The show floor is show opening. Floor five minutes five for the non-vips. Uh, probably the Tom Clancy anti-terrorism thriller Brooks. Um, yeah, so uh, Chuckles is, fu- is an interesting character. He's a dark character. Like, he is really into the nuts and bolts of the military. He's undercover in the comic books by IDW recently. Well, about ten year, about five, ten years ago. I, I really like them because Cobra basically took over a country. And okay. they were... Cobra Stan? Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> Cobra Stan. Uh, Cobra Kai. Uh, so they took it over, but Cobra Commander was killed by Chuckles. Oh. And then Chuckles got killed when he killed him. I heard Chuckles died. I yeah. He Cobra killed Cobra Commander, Commander and then there was a race to see who would fill Cobra Commander's shoes. Oh. That was kind of a fun story. Serpentor? Uh, no, he's actually the religious cult leader of that uh, the organization. That was kind of a fun twist. They put him as like the religious guy. So that was kind of that was a kind of a cool thing. So I'm uh, you know what? I'm not really caring about Snake Eyes movie cuz eh, whatever. Chuckles could be fun. And again, I'm I like GI Joe. 
I think you could make it better than what it was, the original. Isn't Chuckles the one that wore the Hawaiian shirt? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. That's his undercover. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good undercover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and finally, rumor has that Marvel Studio- Studios is currently looking to cast a character who sounds an awful like Namor, the Submariner. Codenamed David, they're, they've described as a ruler of an ancient distant kingdom. It's said that Marvel Studios is looking for an actor who's of Asian descent, and s- fans have been saying for years they would like someone of that ethnicity, thank you, to bring the ruler of Atlantis to the big screen. The movies Marvel Studio apparently wants uh, this character to appear in is in pre-production stage, so whoever it is will more than likely appear in a Phase 4 release like Eternals or Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Rumored this week was David Tennant is up for the role of a bad guy, the main bad guy in um, Doctor Strange. David Tennant could certainly pull it off. Uh, Midnight is the bad guy. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. I don't know a lot of Doctor Strange characters. The biggest problem I have is David Tennant has already been a villain in the MCU. Correct. I mean, granted, one of the Marvel thing uh, TV shows, but it's still considered part of the MCU. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of weird to be playing a different bad guy unless... Well, if it is the multiverse, maybe it's the same guy. That would be kind of fun. From a different multiverse, so he becomes a different bad guy. Probably next to Thanos, one of the best villains in the whole MCU. Well, and... Purple Man? Yeah. Or whatever, uh, Kilgrave? Yeah. So finally, let's get to this here. Michael... From Who the What Now? Who? Uh, he posted this from origin. The original source is com- Cosmic Book News. So take it with a grain of salt. Uh, let's see here. Disney Sony deal update. Well, never mind. This all fell through. Never mind. Uh, this did not happen. <laughs> there was a rumor that they were going to have a Sony Disney deal, but guess what? They didn't. <laughs> this was from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Wow, screw you. Yeah. That was. Screw you. That never fell through. <laughs> I'm intrigued by. Uh, I'm intrigued to see uh, what happens with Spider-Man from now on. Well, the, the fact is they could still come up with a deal. You they know, can. They, they're just flexing muscle. That doesn't mean that there's no chance for a deal to be made. That just means they're going to sit in their corners and, and pout for a while until they decide to... Correct. Um, well, until Disney decides they don't need, you know, uh, 100% of the gross or something. It was only 50. Oh, <laughs> 50% of the gross. What the hell are you thinking, Disney? They wouldn't be popular without us. Eh. I'm intrigued to see what they do with it. Venom supposedly popping up in the next one. Yeah. Spider-Man. And, and that's the thing is, like, it's still going to be Tom Holland. Yeah. And, like, all the characters will probably still be there. Problem is, he's not the next Tony Stark, which sucks, because I like that connection. Well, see, I don't. That's what I didn't like about it. I thought they brought too much Tony Stark into, into Spider-Man. It. Okay. So I think, you know... I think the the I think maybe that was one of the things I didn't like about Far From Home was it was too heavily uh, Tony Stark related. Centered, related, yeah. I like Mysterio in it. I really like Mysterio in it. Um, I thought that was a fun character. Um, I like Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Um, but I mean, I, you were right. You and Jim were right. Far From Home was eh, meh, nothing yeah. great, nothing bad. You know. Uh, speaking of movies. Box office news and world report. Our expo shows are a little bit shorter, too, just to let everybody know. 
Um, where are we at now, Jeff? We are 51 minutes. Okay. We're a little bit shorter these. We- these Because so. Jason wants to speed through this. No, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You want another news? You want another news? No, only good news. Okay, well, let me see. D23 didn't happen with Spider-Man. Jeez. So, oh, no, the next one is talking about New Mutants. I just said I wanted good news. Uh, uh, New Mutants is never coming out. Let's be real. Never coming out. Which is a shame because the horror movie version is nice. It would have been nice. Yeah. Um, um, let's see here. Fine. It's been years since Nicolas Cage has led a blockbuster. Oh, I asked for it, And even I? though he has been star- starring in Disposable B-movies as of late, which, if you come to our panel to, uh, on the past Saturday, well, I guess this releases later. Yeah, uh, just the panel like, will be over by the time we actually release this. So. Uh, Brad Hargis from a Cinema Guys pod, uh, his thing is movies. He's an expert in bad movies. Since 2010, the question is, Nicolas Cage has made 41 movies. Since 2010? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was since 2000. 2010. 41 movies. That's that's in 10 years. Yes. That's over four movies a year. Yes. Wow. And none of them have been a blockbuster, apparently. I had to write them down. (laughs) Kick ass. (laughs) That was about it. So anyways, 41 movies. Whoo. (laughs) You know what? You took more pause than Nicolas Cage should have did. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, a return to expose, uh, to the cinema in the form of a National Treasure sequel would guarantee a hit for Disney. And this begs the question, why hasn't it happened yet? Which is kind of surprising. Is it a guaranteed hit? Second one is not good. Oh, there's some Umbrella Academy uh, cosplaying. Oh. The yeah. white violin and uh, Klaus. I like that one. Love Klaus. Uh, let's see here. Franchise, which began in 2004. It's not a franchise. They made two films. <laughs> uh, it makes it, once you get a second film, you're a franchise. Is that a franchise? I don't know. Has retained, you asked for this, mm-hmm. has retained its status as an extremely quotable, quote, quotable film. No, it hasn't. The, the first one was good. I give you that. But who quotes Nicholas K or who quotes uh, National Treasure? I probably do somewhere along the lines. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. During press rounds for The Meg, John Turtoba. Turtletob? Yeah, thank you. Who helmed the first two films has much to say to Collider. Collider. Uh, Collider. Uh, regarding the potential of Three Cools development. Disney feels they have other films they want to make that they think will make uh, them more money. They're obviously doing a really good job at making great films. I just think this would be one of them. They don't quite realize how much the internet is begging for a third national treasure is what he states. Is it? Are they? Is there a lot of... Uh, I don't know. It's probably on Reddit. I don't know what Reddit is. <laughs> I don't I don't get it either. Uh, the script was close, but not so great that the studio could not say yes. But it's been good enough that the studio could have said, yes, keep going, get closer. They could have said that. They could have. Did they? I just, nope. <laughs> <laughs> In an interview with Slash Film, he says, the possibility of dropping on Disney's streaming service, National Treasure, finding the right script is hard. Writing is hard. <laughs> Thanks, George R. R. It was brutal for the first two. You wrote? <laughs> that was writing? It's still going to be brutal for the third. The fact is that it would probably be made as a streaming film. Oh. Thanks. Yay. You could make that into a TV series without uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, will Diane Kruger come back? Sure. She do anything else? Uh, I haven't seen her recently, but I would so like no. to see her recently. Or more what about the other guy, the sidekick? Uh, the guy from the Hangover movies? Yeah, put him in. Doug? 
I think his name. Yeah, he was Doug, Doug in the, in the Hangover movies. Yeah. So you yeah, put him in. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he, he could do anything else. He could just take over. I mean, I'm he was his. Oh, uh, and he. Oh. I just. I feel bad for him because he was also in Geely. Oh, he was. Not a good film. <laughs> I do say like the best thing. Well, like the best thing someone said about Geely is. Uh, especially when it comes to I can't remember the actor's name but when it comes to him it's like not to, everybody can say that they got their worst movie of their career out of the way on their first movie that was his first one that was his first one so at least he got work after that yes I was a little surprised to be honest <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go Jeff you asked for it I did I, I should be punished. I think you could make National Treasure into a fun series on, t- on Disney streaming service you just can't it, it, nobody cares about it on on a film, though. Does anyone care? Like, nobody's saying, you know what, Jeff? I really could go for another National Treasure. I wonder what happens next. I think it would do well at the box office. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I I don't know if Nicolas Cage is such a uh, oh, tainted... He's not a draw. No. But the, the, the film itself would be uh, the film, somewhat it, of a draw. You think the film's bigger than that? I do. I, like, I think... Uh, the uh, Mission Impossible films mm. are a bigger draw than Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'll I give mean, you that. I mean, Tom Cruise is in them, but I think uh, I don't think Tom Cruise is ne- even necessary for them. That's a damn good-looking dog. The police canine unit just drove, walked by, sniffing for drugs. Well, it looks like a bloodhound or not? Blo- uh, uh, pointer. That was a good-looking dog. Could have been a pointer. Could have been. It's a good-looking dog. So it's time for. Box Office Bombs. All right. Box Office Bombs. We have nothing to report since we're recording this the first day of the... uh, Expo. uh, Which is the opening day of the weekend of all the movies. So the movies have been out for approximately, what, seven hours now? Yes. So we have no... No timetable of what uh, did well today. Yeah, no, no... No uh, idea of, of what is raking in the money. So you could get rid of my geek cred because I saw a woman walking by with a red hat, and I almost said I found Carmen Sandiego, and then I realized she was Peggy Carter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was my bad. Different type of hat. I'm Come glad on. I didn't yell that. <laughs> <laughs> if she would have kicked my ass, I would have been okay with that. <laughs> so, uh, okay, what do you got? for What comes out this week, September what, 27th? Uh, coming out September 27th, uh, is this really only one movie yeah. coming out? Uh, major release and that's uh, oh I want to hear you say the word abominable abominable thank you <laughs> what is it about oh I I'll look know. it up I'll look it up <laughs> I'm going to say that's Jim's job and he's not here right now uh, so. what do you think it's about um is this uh, some abominable snowman related thing I think it is cartoon I'm guessing oh it is a cartoon damn it it is. Oh, a teen okay. and her mischievous friends embark on an epic quest to reunite a Yeti with his beloved family. Aww. Sounds awful. That doesn't sound abominable-ish. Uh, the cast includes... Hold on. Chloe Bennett. Oh, I like Chloe Bennett. Tenzing Norgay Trainor. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, Albert Say, Sarah Paulson, and Eddie Izzard. Eh. Yeah, that's about all I got for it too. Okay, so well, so go abominable. see it, and that's the big movie coming out this let weekend. Let me let me let me uh, do a spoiler for next week's episode. It will not be the number one film. 
<laughs> I'm going Alan. Yeah, but that's okay because next week's episode is being recorded tomorrow, so we won't even know what's. Oh, we're going to do a box office news tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Bob news Bull is made... Abominable is not the number one movie of the week. It made 15 million. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going right now. That much, huh? You yeah, maybe. Going... Uh... Uh, let's do a top five, Jeff. Two things before you get to top five. Uh, first thing is, this week's episode, our podcast buddies, are Voices of the Underground. If you're looking for a political uh, podcast with a little humor and some pop culture thrown in there, listen to the Voices of the Underground. They've only been banned from Twitter once. Uh, they're on the Danger Entertainment Network. You should really check them out. Voices of the Underground. Second thing is, uh, I feel like Deep Impact and Armageddon... This is now the cartoons that people are going for. Abominable and Smallfoot. Yeah. Smallfoot came out, I think, earlier this year. There's another Yeti cartoon movie. Uh, my kids rented it from the library. Not bad. Really? Because it looked terrible. It looked terrible. It was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I was kind of surprised by it. Um, so I'll give it that. So top five this week, Jeff, is top five fan uh, favorite films from 1990 through 1994. You only can pick one per year. One per year. Next week, we'll be doing the top five films from 95 through 99, and then 2000 to 2004. Are we doing these in order? Uh, we can, yeah. I think like, so. Like, like, instead of like 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, we'll just do 90, 91. I think so. Two. Let's do it that way. Okay, so I don't actually have to rank the Correct. five. We can at the end, but I think we're good. Jeff, what's your number? What's 1990 for you? This oh, is favorite now. Yeah, 1990... Not a good year for movies. It was an awful year after I was looking at it. I, I found one movie that I can say I liked. And what was that? That was Misery. That's mine. Put it on the board. It was the good, the one good movie from 1990. I had two. Oh, Ernest yeah. Goes to Jail. Oh. Well, we it was actually done. enjoyable. No, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, none of the Ernest movies were enjoyable. Yes, they were. Liar. Liar. No, uh, Misery is about the only one because Kathy Bates was awesome in it. Yes. She uh, deserved her Oscar. If you don't believe us, look at the films from 1990. They are awful. They are horrible films that year. When the second best film is Ernest Goes to Jail. <laughs> <laughs> it almost beat Misery for me. That's how bad it was that year. Was that... Uh, I think that was the year Dances with Wolves won the best picture. It did, uh, which was a not a good film. But I understand probably why it won. Uh, uh, other than it should have been Misery. Uh, just to give you some idea here, Jeff, on films that year. Uh, Goodfellas, Misery, Dancing with the Wolves, Pretty Woman. Okay. Now, now people are going to be angry at us because we, <laughs> because we overlooked uh, or glossed over Goodfellas. Total Recall, Home Alone, Ghost, Awakenings, Godfather Part 3, and Edward Scissorhands. Those were the good movies. Of oh, the you know what? I might change it. Tremors. I like Tremors. Okay. Dick Tracy. I'm staying with Misery. Okay, I would too. Uh, go ahead. What's uh, 1991, Jeff? 1991. Oh, Favorite film. You know, there, there were a couple of good ones. There was. I, I got some honorable mentions from 91, but mm -hmm. what I have to put as my favorite is Beauty and the Beast. I figured that was your favorite animated film. Yeah, I, I had to have been, you know. I almost didn't get it because mm -hmm. I was going through the list, and I'm like, oh, I, I'm going to write this down. And then... 
I got to the end, I went, oh, it came out like December. So I got to the end of the year. I'm like, oh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, my number one, Father of the Bride. Love Father of the Bride. It's not a good Love movie. It. You're not a good movie. I'm not a good movie because <laughs> I'm not a movie. Uh, That's not a good movie because it's not good. Father of the Bride. Love it. Love it. Martin Short's enjoyable in it. No. It's a cute film. No. Lovely. That is a hell of an outfit, a uh, costume. That's a TIE fighter. The, the TIE fighter pilot. TIE fighter pilot. If it was the TIE fighter, that would be impressive. I don't think it would fit through the hallways. Um, Robin Hood, uh, Prince of Thieves is my number two that year. I was expecting that to come up on yours. I can't believe you put Father of the Bride. Uh, Cape Fear was that year. Point Break. Well, the other ones I had. Boys in the Hood. Silence of the Lambs. Yep. And Dead Again. Well, about Bob and City Slickers. I like those films. I enjoyed What About Bob. I didn't necessarily like City Slickers. I enjoyed City, City Slickers. I enjoyed that. Uh, let's see. what uh, Hudson Hawk came out that year. Yep. Didn't make my list. Shouldn't make any list. <laughs> uh, 1992. Now we're getting some good films. Yeah. 90, 92, I got a, a list here that I was like kind of still trying to decide between. What do you got? Um, I think I'm going to land on A Few Good Men. You need me on that wall. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You want the truth? You can't enter the truth! Uh, I had A League of Their Own. Okay. Really love A League of Their Own. Now, every time it's on TV, I watch it. And it's, uh, one, it's a film actually my wife and I actually both enjoy. So uh, you get Shawshanked by A League of Their Own. I do. It's a very well done film. I love it a lot. Uh, 92 was a rough year because it, Aladdin it was out, Reservoir Dogs, Malcolm X, Wayne's World, uh, Unforgiven. Oh, well, I. For, My cousin Vinny. Yeah, I had Reservoir Dogs, Singles, and Sneakers. How about Sneakers? For whatever reason, I enjoy that movie. Yeah. I understand if people don't, but. It's not good, but I understand why you, you can like it. Yeah. And, uh, and that was a River Phoenix movie, wasn't it? It was. Last of the Mohicans. No matter what, I will find you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 1993? Yeah. Uh, I'll go with this one. 93 was a good year. 93 and 94 were tough. Uh, I went with The Fugitive. Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones. He won a Best Supporting Actor that year, didn't he, Jeff? Uh, that sounds about right. Uh, I love The Fugitive, and I get Charles Shank by that every time it's on. It's such a good film. Yeah. Uh, I, I had... I had Tombstone. Okay. That was a good one. It's, it's one of my all-time favorites. I did not see that it was Tombstone because that... Oh. I think it was the last film released of the year when I was looking. That's a tough call. Fugitive and Tombstone, those are two of my favorite uh, Shawshank movies to get uh, movies to get Shawshank by. Uh, also, Jurassic Park was that year. Yes, it was. Uh, Falling Down. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle. Demolition Man. Philadelphia, Nightmare Before Christmas, ugh. And The Sandlot. I enjoy The Sandlot. Sandlot was great. Dazed and Confused was that year. Last Action Hero. And Airborne. Oh, Cincinnati-based. Cincinnati-based. Uh, let's see here. Cool Runnings was that year. I enjoyed Cool Runnings. It, it wasn't bad. And finally, top five favorite films from 1990 through 94, one per year. Number f- uh, 1994 for me. This should not come as any surprise. Jeff, what is my 94? Oh, it's Shawshank Redemption. There you go. It's one that gets it Shawshanks you every time you see My it. My favorite film of all time. Favorite film. Love it. Uh, it was a tough year, though, because... Go ahead. What's your pick? I think I'm going to have to go Pulp Fiction. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, not Forrest Gump? Not Forrest Gump. Uh, that was a tough year because The Crow came out that year, and I really enjoyed The Crow. Uh, the Lion King. And you really enjoyed The Lion King. Dumb and Dumber. True Lies. Clerks. Clerks? Was, oh, I miss Clerks. Oh, yeah, the list I was looking at was only wide-release movies. I'm not sure if that if Clerks was counted. Well, I'll change my answer if Clerks, Clerks. is... Yeah. Quiz Show? Yeah, new quiz show was. Uh, the Professional? Leon the Professional. Oh, Star Trek Generations. Uh, oh, here you go. The Little Rascals movie. Oh, that was not good. No, no. D2 and Time Cop. I enjoyed Time Cop. I, I also put down, maybe not a great movie, but one that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. PCU. Enjoy that film. Uh, so, honorable mentions uh, from 1991, I had The Rocketeer. Oh, really I was like given it. my honorable mentions throughout. Yeah. Okay. And number and 94 was Lion King. That was the other one. So, uh, Blake, what was your top five? Ah. Okay, good job, Blake. Uh, <laughs> the Beatles. Okay. <laughs> Rest of development. Oh, uh, this French film. It was in blue, red, white, blue. Ah. No, that, that, that's Scam Jeff. No, it's film. mine, too. <laughs> ah, Law Resistance. Uh, so there you go. Uh, it's a little bit shorter episode this week. We'll be back to a more longer episode probably next week. Uh, but thank you for listening. Bad idea of the week is uh, number 587. Not buying something from David Lee Pancake's art. How about that? It's a bad idea. It is a bad idea. It's I beautiful work. By the end of this uh, weekend, I think I'm going to have to own something from over there. I like the air vents that he has. The oh, they're air vent covers with dragons coming out of them. Yeah. <laughs> they are beautiful. So... Uh, but yeah, so go check out David. And their Pancake. eyes glow. Their eyes do glow. Uh, plus, he has purple hair. I like it. I like it. I should do that you if should. I had enough hair. <laughs> you have enough to turn it purple. My skin would go purple then. I think probably. But uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, you can follow us everywhere on uh, Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter, History of Bad Ideas on Facebook and Instagram. We got a lot more stuff. We do have a YouTube channel. Uh, which has our shows if you can't listen regularly. And uh, just follow us and uh, give us some likes. We appreciate it. And Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Addendum. Titles for the show. I have two. I got none. We are who we are. We and are death messed up. I think it's got to be death messed up. We usually have a lot more titles for this. We do. Nothing jumped out at me. And I was... Well, we got this heavy script of a uh, outline uh-huh. this week. So uh, I was too busy flipping through to find things mm-hmm. to be recording uh, potential titles. It's not a script. It's an outline. Oh, okay. We're all off, off the cuff, Jeff. Jeez. This just gives us some ideas if we run out, which we never do. But if we did. So, uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Hobie.